welcome to this week's message from a new church. For more information, or if you'd like to contact us, please visit our website, newchurch.nz. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this message. But this morning we have four awesome young people who have been prepping their hearts and preparing some amazing words of encouragement and wisdom for you. And, um, and I just want to encourage you, the Holy Spirit can speak to us through his word, no matter who's delivering it, right? And so we've got some amazing four young preachers. Some of them, it's their first time preaching. So I want to make sure that you are the most encouraging, receptive crowd. Let's open our hearts and hear what they have to say. And I'm going to, I'm going to welcome the first one up. This is our mighty man, Moses. Are you ready to go, Moses? All right. I hand you, hand it over. Good morning, everybody. One thing we can learn from Jesus is that he never lied, so we shouldn't lie. We should always tell the truth, no matter what. Even the little lies we tell are still sin. One time I got a permanent vivid marker and ripped my name on my parents' sink. M O S E S. And when my mum saw it, she said, Who did this? I said, I would never do something like that. <laughs> nope. No. And my mum said, if I told the truth, I wouldn't get into more trouble. It was hard, but I did tell the truth and felt so much better. So if anyone has lies or sins you're feeling bad about, you can ask God to forgive you today. Now I'm going to say a scripture from Ephesians 4 verse 25. Say, So stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbours the truth for we are all parts of the same body. So let's always tell the truth. When that feels hard, we can ask Jesus to help us. Thank you. Amazing work. Let's give it up one more time for Moses. (laughs) Bringing some harsh truths, even the little lies are like little foxes, aren't they? All right, I'm going to welcome up. I think this is probably the wisest six-year-old I've ever met. Uh, So why don't you put your hands together and give it up for Holly. My name is Holly, and I will start by reading the verse from the Bible. John 6, verse 11 to 12. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks to God, and distributed it to the people. Afterward, he did the same with the fish, and they all ate as much as they wanted. Now, this is something that I would like to share. One thing that I learned from the Bible is to be generous and to share with others. For example, how Jesus fed 5,000 people, he was being generous. When Roy gave Jesus five small loaves of bread and three fish, Jesus prayed, and it turned out to, to make enough to feed 5,000 people. Don't you think that was amazing? I do. Now I will pray. 
Dear Lord, please help us to be generous and to love others and to give to others and be like the people in the story that I just told. Thank you for being generous and showing us how to share with others. Amen. Bye. I hope you can be generous. Whoa. Go Holly. I haven't heard any of these, so I'm hearing them for the first time and I just about got a little bit teary, actually. I get really proud when kids, kids step out of their comfort zone and do something new. All right, we got the mighty Samuel up next. Let's give it up for Samuel. He's a hype man already. Here you go, man. Hi, my name is Samuel and I'm going to be preaching about something. Foolishness. Don't be foolish like the foolish man and the wise man built his house on the rock. But be wise and build your life on the rock. Being foolish is like not choosing decisions carefully. When being wise is like choosing decisions carefully. And now I'm done. Good man. I love how we're getting different, getting different threads coming through. This is so cool. All right, our last preacher for today, and uh, I think he looks like a future pastor if you ask me. Let's we'll give it up for Tyler. Hello, Renew Church. If you don't know me, I'm Tyler, and if you do know me, you're very lucky. So my theme is what we can learn from Jesus, and today. I'll be focusing on storing up treasures in heaven. Raise your hands if any of you guys have heard of David Livingston. K47, okay, more than I expected. Right, um, David Livingston was born in the United Kingdom, but he devoted most of his life to being a medical missionary and an explorer in Africa. Uh, he traveled long distances and faced many dangers, but when he discovered a new area, he introduced the people to the gospel. He is an example of someone who believed the kingdom of God was more important than storing up treasures on earth. In Matthew 6, verse 19 to 21, Jesus tells us, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This verse reminds me that I should seek God's kingdom first and that he will take care of my needs. In my opinion, the last words in this verse are the most important because they leave the strongest message. It says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Recently, I took part in the World Vision 40-hour challenge. This was an opportunity to sacrifice something that I wanted so that someone else could be blessed and that God's kingdom could be increased. So Jesus had an encounter with a rich young ruler who wanted to check all the boxes to enter God's kingdom. When Jesus reminded him of several commandments, the rich man replied that he had kept all of them from a young age. Jesus told him, you still lack one thing. Sell all you have and give to the poor. Then you'll have treasure in heaven. We are told that the man went away sorrowful because he had many possessions. So where do you think his heart was? It was with his money and his possessions. 
simple-minded guy. The man's positions had become more important to him than the kingdom of God. So back to David Livingston. When he died, his body was buried in England where he was born. But his heart was buried in the Africa that he loved. At the foot of a tall tree in a small African village, the natives dug a hole and placed inside the heart of this man whom they loved and respected. So where is your heart? Is it at the foot of your TV? At the golf course or at a sports park? Inside of the Microsoft building? That's the real question. Where do you want your heart to be? Storing up treasures here on earth, which will fade away? Or up in paradise with God? It's your choice. Which option will you choose? Don't be that person who has a love for money. Devote your life to God. You may sacrifice some things here on earth, but your treasure in heaven will be indescribable. Uh, indescribable. Thank you all for listening, and may God bless you all. How good were they, hey? That's so cool. My favorite thing about kids is that they don't, they're not concerned with cushioning our feelings, eh? <laughs> kids tell it like it is, and they, uh, they're bringing some conviction today. It was awesome. So proud of all of them, and I want to honor their parents and their families for helping them prep what they were going to share today. That's really, really, really special. Um, you know, I, the, the thing that I got the kids to think about when they were prepping their messages is what is one thing we can learn from Jesus? And Romans 8.29 calls us to be conformed into the image of his son, into the image of Christ. So in other words, being a follower of, G- of Jesus is not just walking in his footsteps, but is becoming more and more like him as we follow him. And we can't do that if we don't look to his example, look to his teachings, look to the way that he lived his life. But also, we need to know him. It's not, it's not just enough to, to know about Jesus and know about what he did on this earth, but we actually need to know him personally so that he can guide our steps. And so I, I just want to encourage you, if you're here in this place and you've never made a commitment to get to know Jesus, let the words that these kids shared today be an encouragement for your life to take that step and say, do you know what, God, I actually want to know a little bit more about you. I want to get to know you, and I want to start becoming more and more like you in this world. The other thought that I had as the kids were sharing was, um, Paul writes, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And that's what I think the incredible thing about church family is, is these kids are growing up in the the church of God. Oakley, sit down. (laughs) Not yet. We'll do, we'll do some more praise and dancing soon. But these kids are growing up in the church of God, and, and we as adults have the honor and the privilege of saying to them, hey, imitate me as I imitate Christ. I'm going to be the example. I'm going to model to you what it looks like to live a life of, uh, a life of, um, of honor towards God a life that pleases God, and a life that puts Jesus at the center of everything we do. So to, to all the adults in the room, I just want to encourage you with that. I know that our, our children have been encouraging us today, and they've been serving and blessing us today, and convicting us as well. But as, as, as adults, we have the amazing privilege, and you have eyes watching you all the time, we have the amazing privilege of showing them what does a life sold out for Jesus actually look like? Thanks so much for listening. We hope it was an encouragement to you. To contact us or to find out what's happening at our church, please check out our website, 
renewchurch.nz.